0: Hey folks, just popping in here to say if you like this episode of the podcast, please give it a like rating, and if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. We can be found on YouTube, BitChute, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Links are all in the description wherever you're tuning in from. And now, on with the show. Kick at the can with me, your Canadian info warrior, Destry McLean, and my French vanilla coffee. And in the other corner, coming in from his space station, hiding away from the Earth and away from the plague, is our—I don't know if he's Antifa or not with that mask—but uh, that's our savage one, Mister Sterling Ross himself.
1: Woo! Fuck you sheep This virus ain't getting me I'm in outer space motherfuckers Ha <laughs> ha Yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah That virus ain't getting me I hear I hear the people are dropping like flies out there yeah. down there
0: Well the numbers are just horrible I mean there's just millions and millions of cases
1: I mean, look at the dy- the dystopian city you're
0: living in. Earth's yeah, really,
1: Earth's it, really it must
0: be bad if we've gotten that dystopian.
1: Me in outer space, and you in that dystopian nightmare. Yeah, holy cow!
0: It's 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 gotten horrible behind me out there. That's my big picture window facing out onto the city, and yeah, it, it's just horrible.
1: Ninety percent kill rate, I hear.
0: Yeah, well, you can't see the bodies because they came by with the cart today. You know, bring out your dad, ding, bring, ding. Out, your dad. <laughs> bring out your dad, ding, ding. So the yes. bodies have been cleaned up for today.
1: Yeah, you poor bastards down on earth. I don't know how you do it. I I couldn't stay any longer. It was just it was just getting to me seeing all the people dropping from this this plague. It's just out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really out of control. 99% survival rate. You fucking sheep. <laughs> 99%. Hey, I,
0: I read a statistic, though, that 80% of survivors have heart damage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think... I think 80% of survivors have too much soy in their diet because they're all full of estrogen. In other words, they're a bunch of pussies. (laughs) Fucking pussies. 99% survival rate. But hey, let's shut the world down. Let's go around wearing masks. Well, look who's
0: talking. You're so scared you left orbit.
1: Yeah, well, I'm up in outer space, so I could I could talk shit. No one no one's gonna put me in check unless you got a spaceship to come get me. <laughs> Fuckers! Yeah, hey, earthlings.
0: You're, you're so scared you left the planet. Me, I'm here toughing it out with all this shit going on behind me. Yeah, Fucking, sucks. Look who's the
1: pussy now. Sucks to be you, earthling. I'm safe up here. Uh, all all kidding aside. uh... What a fucking joke. What a clown world you're, we live in.
0: You're actually uh, in the... Judging from the shape of it, I'd say you're in the garage of uh, Elon Musk's uh, Space Tesla there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figure because who where's he going to gonna park the thing, right? It can't just float forever. He's got to park it sometime.
1: I figure who better to hang out with in a in zombie apocalypse than Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, so... So I gotta let me let me tell you it's my adventures this week. Uh, you know, living in clown world. I'm
0: gonna I have to just, make up a graphic for this adventures with Sterling. Yeah, it <laughs> never feels I'm a shit magnet. Kind of like Adventures <laughs> with Bill on the Red Green Show, you know.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Gord McFarling who was accompanying me on on this shopping trip, and I was wearing this this stupid uh, neck gator just to be in compliance as we went to our local shopping mall. And it was more of a social experiment just to see how bad things have gotten, like, since they reopened. And, uh, oh, it it was freaking post-apocalyptic in there. Like, made no sense whatsoever. You had to have have face coverings to go in there and to shop. But yet the food court, you know, if you got something to eat or drink, Well, obviously, you got to take it off to do that. Yeah, and you could have like a table of four, but yet the tables were spaced. There's like, there's no rhyme or reason to the yeah, the logic here. Well, that's uh,
0: the problem. the uh, The business owners are caught between a rock and a hard place, trying to comply with the government's order, but at the same time, you got to be able to take it off to eat or drink, and you got to. You can't tell people who are there together that they have to sit 10 feet apart from each other
1: (laughs) I don't know why anyone would go in there to have coffee anyhow because you know the one Tim Horton's outlet they had in there was closed the David's Tea franchise in there is closed the only place you could get a coffee was from like you know the Subway or the A&W and who wants to drink their shit coffee Yeah. so uh, yeah you know just pointless being in there and the atmosphere was uh you know, made a, a few I've seen mausoleums and funeral homes have more uh atmosphere than this dump. Yeah. But whatever, our little social experiment and curiosity got the better of us. So me and uh mutual chum of ours, Gord McFarland, shout out to Gord. We uh we took a lap around to see what, what it was like. And yeah, it he was, didn't bring his AR. Oh, was tempted. <laughs> he was pretty tempted. So we go into uh, the electronic store called the Source, used to be Radio used Shack. To be Radio Shack, yeah. So I'll go in there. I've got my neck gator on, my face covering to be in compliance. He's got his gay mask on. So uh, we walks into the store, and I thought it would be humorous to crack a joke with the staffers. So I said something along the lines of, uh, gee, it used to be in the old days, if you walked into a store wearing a mask, you'd think they were going to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no sense of humor, though. Frickin' had this uh, SJW, this portly, femoid, uh, SJW, possible lesbian, just saying, just putting it out there, <laughs> just giving off the lesbian vibe, angry man-hater. Just saying. So, uh, and you know, and she gave good reason for me to assume that in her demeanor because there was no sense of ah. Instead, she replied with, oh, this is funny to you? People dying out there? Like, <laughs> here's, here's your customer service, right? Yeah, no kidding. So I, I, I came in there with a positive attitude, looking to shop and be friendly. And I was in compliance to a rule I don't agree with. Yeah, and this is how I was treated. So, she opened Pandora's box, and brother, I jumped in like <laughs> oh, guns a blazing. So I said, "Oh, you mean the virus with the ninety-nine point whatever percent survival rate? Yeah, the the overhyped flu bug that the media is trying to make us think is the second coming of the Spanish flu or the plague or Ebola." That virus, the virus that is only killing frickin' the people that would get killed in a normal flu virus, yeah. you know, the old, the old and the fat fucks in the scooters, those people. And she was all taken aback. Cause she, <laughs> I guess she wasn't this, expecting she, you to talk back. Yeah, I guess like if she's if she's if she's not a not a lesbian and she has a boyfriend, I guess she's used to. Soy boy beta males that yeah. that you can talk down to, not not some alpha male like myself who's going to tell her to go fuck herself. Yeah. So, her reaction was, uh, "Oh, oh well, if if you if you feel that way, if you don't like the rules, then you don't have to come in the store." And I'm like, "I came here to shop, not get attitude." Yeah. And if you if you keep up this attitude. We'll be making a call to head office there and talking about your put-piss-poor customer service yeah. attitude. I because came she in she shouldn't here. even
0: have been speaking her mind at work. You want to speak your mind, do it on your own time. So it
1: was, it was a gong show, and then... Uh, you, you know, then,
0: uh, when, I, when I'm in the cabin, I get people talking about this. It doesn't matter which side of the fence they're on. I just nod and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. pretend to agree with them. That's what you do when you're working for somebody else. Yeah. You, you want to voice your own opinion, you do it on your own time.
1: Yeah, so this this idiot, and it was funny because her co-worker, who happened to be, uh, I believe, uh, a recent uh, immigrant from... Uh, he you know, was either of East Indian or Pakistani descent. Middle Eastern, and, anyway. And he he got the joke and she didn't. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So you had, you had this this white, angry, lesbian, man-hater, SJW, freaking out. Yeah. And then you had this nice Pakistani, East Indian, whatever, gentleman, recent immigrant student working there part-time, and he got my sense of humor, and he had no issue. So, yeah. <laughs> take that for what it's worth, I guess. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was a good start. It's to,
0: funny because with cultural differences, those are the people that you would expect might not get the joke. So,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, needless to say, I won't be, uh, I won't be going back to the mall anytime soon, and certainly <laughs> not until they loosen up over there. And, yeah. yeah, like it's just it's a gong show and then uh you know it's never a it's never an episode without me talking about the you know the low lifes at my my neighborhood park uh, oh, across across, <laughs> across from my house so uh, had some, had some, uh you know the the junkies have been really going on a it's almost been like a festival of tweakers <laughs> you know doing the flock of dance and uh, you know we have a fountain in that park and they you know they, they like to occasionally bathe in it in their and yeah. their underwear or their their bra and panties because they're they're overheating and they're so high and then they're splashing themselves with water and writhing around on the grass. These <laughs> you know, cable television when you, you just look out your window and see this freak. Yeah, shit, right? no kidding. So the one you know, one morning I, uh, I gets home from work and I. Uh, yeah, my co-worker dropping me off and he's like, Well, here we go again. And sure enough, there was uh I'm guessing. yeah, you know, I'm guessing uh because I've seen her in her uh uniform of choice, I'm guessing she's a prostitute. Yeah. And uh she hangs around there uh, quite a bit getting picked up and dropped off. I guess she had already got her fix and now she was stripped out to her bra and panties. And was doing a combination of uh I don't know, it was like uh Zumba and Yoga on Acid. <laughs> it was like just this weird she was tripping balls, eh? Yeah. So I called the cops and I'm I'm like describing, you know, what what the scene is and even they were having a chuckle at my vivid description of what <laughs> this chick looked like. And I guess they were curious and had nothing better to do. So if they I actually
0: called, sent somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah, because usually if I say, oh, someone's getting the shit kicked out of them or there's a body in the park, they would take their sweet time. But yeah. because I'm saying there was, you know, a half naked prostitute writhing around in the <laughs> five cop cars pull up. They all want to see this. They all wanted to see this broad (laughs) in her her broad panties doing the flocka dance, you know, or tweaking, whatever. And uh, yeah, what a show it was! So I managed to get the attention of the one cop, and I'm leaning over my fence there, and you know, he comes over, we're having a little chat, and I notice, like, you know, he doesn't have a mask on, and I don't believe in these fucking masks. Yeah. So you know, he's within. That close distance, and so I said to him, I says, uh, I guess you guys would prefer having calls like this over, you know, calls of having to enforce the bullshit mask laws. And he's like, well, what makes you say that? Well, you're you're within spitting distance of me, and you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. I, I, I said, I said, obviously you're not gonna give me a hard time about it, are you? And he's like, no, no, let's you know. Uh, he, he's gamming it on like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It's bullshit. I know. I know these politicians. Hey, these fucking politicians. Oh, uh, what can you do? So then, anyway, they surround her and they're kind of like trying to like get her to tune into reality. They're talking yeah. to her and she's just all whoa, whoa, you know, doing the. I mean, the shit she was doing like oh my, more flexible than a ballerina. Like just. <laughs> Fucking amazing. These these drugs they're on now are just fucking amazing. Yeah, they are quite the drugs. So, yeah, that was kind of like my week in review, if you will. Uh,
0: Speaking yeah. of uh, crazy people. Oh, here I, we go. I finally watched Three from Hell. Yes. And man, is Baby ever out there in that one? You think?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Rob Zombie uh, great trilogy there. Yeah. That was the third movie in the, well, there first there was The House of a Thousand Corpses.
0: And then Devil's Rejects, and now Three from Hell.
1: So I've been telling well, I'm you. I'm
0: not going to give any spoilers away, but I liked it. Yeah, I was bugging you for
1: a couple of months there to get hooked
0: up and watch it. Well, the thing is, the o- the only reason I hadn't watched it yet is because the only place I can watch it, unless I go out and buy the DVD, is uh, Shutter. And I didn't have a subscription to Shutter, but they got a thirty day free trial, so I decided I'd take it and check it out. How is it?
1: It's it I mean, seems Shutter. all
0: right. It's uh it it's mostly horror movies. It seems.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was. And it's only
0: it- five ninety nine a month if I decide to keep it. Because I've got Amazon Prime Video as well, and so through Prime, it's five ninety nine a month. Good selection, like lots of movies. Yeah, if you like horror movies, there's a lot of them in there. Yeah, because that's one
1: of my favorite genres.
0: You know, the classic, the Halloweens, the Friday the 13th, all of that kind of stuff. They got stuff like uh, Memories from Camp Crystal Lake and, you know. It's it's something I'm going to have to scroll through and uh, find some to uh, add to my watch list because... It does look like there's a lot of them in there, and I like horror movies too. That's one of my favorite genres, so like I like that channel Troma movies on YouTube. They're good. They yeah. got a lot of good stuff there, but a lot of uh, a lot of the B-grade uh, low-budget horror movies, eh, which well, are sometimes well, fun and sometimes not. Well, <laughs> remember the classic
1: Poultrygeist Yeah of that, that one I, I couldn't get into. The Toxic Avenger series, yeah. uh, but I, they used to on the YouTube channel. They used to have the entire archives on there, over 150 movies. Last time I checked, they were they only had about 50 of their movies oh, listed. Really? So I think YouTube probably hit them on the you know slapped them on the hands and oh these are some of these you can't put on YouTube because yeah. or the you know, copyright
0: or whatever.
1: Or just too raunchy, because some of those B movies, that's the thing with trauma. Yeah. You know, it's sleazy and cheesy. You know, yeah. Like night, you know, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead. There was uh,
0: actually a fair bit of uh, rather nice full frontal nudity in uh, Three from Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, none of Sherry Moon Zombie, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the only one Rob Zombie won't show us that we want to see. <laughs> But a couple you know, of the Mexican broads were nice.
1: What's funny is, as much as they try to make her look weathered and beaten down, she's she's, she's still like a,
0: looks so young.
1: Yeah, she's <laughs> like a smoke show eh? Like just yeah, she's still a, like they try to get you all tatted up and scars and yeah. they try to make her look more weathered. And it's like broad still fucking
0: yeah, she's still yeah. a knockout. But she really uh, did well portraying her character as really loopy in that one though. Oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs) It's like, it's like her give a shit switch got completely flipped off. It, you know, it was already pretty close to off. You know, if it was a dimmer switch, it would have been at like 20%, but now it's like none.
1: (laughs) Well, her, that thing she had going with that jail guard there. Yeah. (laughs) Teasing and tormenting her. And then, that oh, female, yeah, she got into her head, all right. And that jail guard tried to pay her back and set her up for that beatdown, but yeah. it, didn't, <laughs> didn't it didn't quite pan or... out. No. <laughs> no. That was pretty awesome. But, yeah, that was a, if anyone out there gets a chance to check out that Rob Zombie uh, uh, yeah. it's
0: trilogy. It's unfortunate that Sid Haig couldn't be in it all the way through, but it is still a really good movie.
1: Yeah, and you see they have to kind of replace him by writing in the – what was that? The cousin character, yeah, half that? brother, yeah, half brother, yeah. Uh, well, in uh, I don't know if you well in podcast news. Uh, I, I think I broke it to you the other day that uh, yeah, our beloved Joey Coco Diaz and uh, yeah. the Church of What's Happening Now, one of our favorite podcasts, is no more co- church. Yeah, coming so. to an end. No, no yet,
0: more church, so what's happening now?
1: Well, yeah, so what's happening now? Good one. <laughs> the show is called The Church of What's Happening Now, by the way, for anyone who doesn't watch didn't Joey. didn't get
0: that. <laughs> didn't catch the uh, reference.
1: But, yeah, so Joey, Joey's part of the that Rogan death squad, you know, uh, all of Rogan's buddies there that have podcasts, and, you know, and Joey Diaz is one of the staples in the podcast community, and uh, – yeah. I, I guess he's had enough of California, like like Rogan and so many others, and they're getting the getting the fuck out of Dodge. But you know, there's a few of them that are planning on hooking up with Rogan. Uh, I know Brian Redman uh, is planning on going, as is uh, Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen from Fighter and the Kid. Oh, let's see, I can see.
0: Yeah, that that's weird because I didn't do that.
1: Oh, well <laughs> your dystopian world there, looks like the, the the house is being... Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Weird. Yeah. I was going to say the doors are busting open and cardboard boxes are flying yeah, up.
0: I noticed that.
1: <laughs>
0: but I don't so, know where that uh, emoticon came from. Yeah.
1: This my so, mouse is
0: on the other monitor. Hmm. <laughs>
1: So Joey Diaz, uh, he announced on, uh, I think it was episode 809, that at the end of August he'd be shutting it down and his producer, Lee Sayet moving moving to Mo- Milwaukee. Uh, Joey See, I'm, Diaz-
0: I'm kind of disappointed in Lee on that, though. I, I understand why Joey's doing it, because Joey's got a big role. Well, not necessarily a big role, but it's a big job on uh, that new Sopranos series that's going to be coming out. But Lee should have gone to Austin for the comedy scene. He's giving up on comedy, basically, and just going back to live with Mommy and Daddy.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to end up taking some nerdy tech job, you know, some sort of customer support kind of support tech job, some basic, might do a few things for for Joey Diaz on the side. But, yeah, like you say, it sounds like he's kind of packing her in, whereas...
0: I I think he should have decided to move to Austin, and what he should have done was uh, applied for a job with uh, one of the other podcasters that have moved to Austin, see if one of them can fit him in somewhere, and and then, you know, still continue to pursue comedy.
1: Yeah, and as it stands, so Diaz was explaining that uh, uh, on a recent episode of Joe Rogan, there was Joe Rogan had Diaz and Brian Redband as his guests. Yeah and discussing the future, and so Diaz kind of let it slip that uh, he's going to Jersey, of course, for the Sopranos. Yeah. But he figures it's going to be just for a couple of years, you know, so his daughter, his wife, he's got a house already set up in Jersey, and he grew up in Jersey. Yeah. So he'll you know, put her in a nice North private... Bergen,
0: s- as I recall. I yeah. that's well, what it was called.
1: Yeah, so but the the district he's going to is Hoboken, New Jersey, or whatever. Oh, he's
0: going to Hoboken. Okay,
1: because uh, some sort of private school that he could hook his daughter up with, and he's still within close range of shooting the the pre the Sopranos prequel. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, they they were talking, and I guess what the plan is, because he said to Rogan, even Rogan kind to let it slip. Like everyone knows about Joe Rogan's. Hundred million dollar Spotify deal, yeah. and that is moving to to Austin, but apparently, even that's kind of a temporary setup, Austin, Texas. Hmm. And this is what uh, was surprising coming out of this podcast was he said, you know, like uh, Joey's like, you know, Joe, what are we, what are we going to do after? And it sounds like Diaz and Rogan. Are thinking in a couple of years' time setting up shop you know how like country music they got Dollywood and there's yeah. that Branson, Missouri, with these theaters right I guess they want to set up kind of like a comedy version of of that out in Montana, so they're saying make it a make it a travel destination for comedy yeah. and having their own theater somewhere in Montana. And make it like a go-to destination thing where people can see comedy shows, and it would just be like their cho tro- their chosen group. Yeah, you know. So say like Rogan, Diaz, Redman, Brendan Shaw, Brian Callan, Bert yeah. Price. You know, you know the the, the ten or uh, twelve. So they're, uh, yeah, they're ten or twelve trusted comedians. They probably
0: and, get Dave Chappelle in there now and again.
1: Yeah, have special guests fly in for special shows, but. Well, Chappelle's
0: not far from there either, because he so lives and, somewhere
1: in the Midwest now, so he wouldn't be far
0: from Montana.
1: No, and they're thinking too is they want to you know they want to get out of all the leftist shitholes and go where the taxes are going to be low, where they're going to have the most freedom. Yeah, and you 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 want to bet like Montana would love the tourist dollars these guys oh, would bring, yeah. the kind of revenue you know it'd be like the Vegas of the you know, of, of the Midwest or whatever. Yeah, or the, you know. could be. Yeah. So that, that that's that shocked me when I heard about that. And uh, and speaking of speaking of Brian Callen, uh you know, uh, in the past week there was an attempted uh, me too takedown of Brian Callan. Hmm. Uh, first, Chris D'Elia, now Brian Callan. and uh, the conspiracy theory behind the latest me too is. Everyone's noticing, like, there was also accusations a week earlier levied against uh, Joey Diaz, but that got blown out of the water. So, uh, I guess this, this latest uh, conspiracy now, you know, Brian Callen being accused of rape, he vehemently denies the charges. And, of course, no criminal charges being filed. Yeah. Just that. Just accusations being made on Twitter. Yeah. That's how you know you know this stuff is bullshit when they don't try to, not only is there no criminal charges, but as far as I know, not even a civil yeah. action. So all this is is just rumor mongering for the sake of killing a career. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rumor has it this woman's like a friend of Amy Schumer, who is no friend to the Death Squad boys. They've uh, some of them have accused her of being a joke thief. She, uh, there's a rumor that Rogan won't have her on his podcast because he doesn't care for her too much. Hmm. So, uh, you know, take that, that. That's
0: saying something because Rogan will have anybody on his podcast. I mean, people he vehemently disagrees with, he'll have them on the podcast for the sake of discussion.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and and we know what he thinks of joke thieves because years ago, oh yeah years ago he was barred from his beloved comedy store in LA for going on stage and accusing comedian Carlos Mencia of being a joke thief. And that cost him, you know, being barred from the establishment for a few years. And then eventually he, he was allowed back and the rest was history. But, yeah. uh, but he takes that very seriously. And I think Amy Schumer, you know, uh, She's very uh, leftist in her politics, and her uncle happens to be one Chuck Schumer. Oh yes, Democrat Party. Yeah, so yeah. You know, take that. House whip. You know, yeah, so uh, you know what? Uh, you know, people can make their own uh, connect the dots, make their own assumptions or whatever. But uh, Brian Callen vehemently. You know, denies the allegations. Yeah. Chris when he was accused, he released his DMs showing that, yeah, some, some underage girls got in contact with me. But when I found out they were underage, here's my messages saying, oops, sorry, I thought you were older. Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: sayonara. Every single time, as soon as he found out that they were underage, he basically
1: told them, sorry, I'm not interested. You're too young. And people can think he's a creep because he's like in his mid 30s and likes them 18 to 20 or whatever. Well, last time I checked, 18 was legal. So, yeah. you know, make of it what you will, but, uh, you know, that's his preference young chicks, young legal age chicks. So it was another nice attempt again to uh, destroy. And unlike Callan, though, poor Crystalia, his agency uh, dropped him. His podcast is—I uh, you know, noticed there's been no new episodes of his podcast. Obviously, uh, things are in flux for him career-wise. Hmm. But at least with Gallen, everyone has stood up for Brian Gallen, and uh, yeah. he voluntarily took uh, leave of absence from the Fighter and the Kid podcast just to, you know, get away from all this social media stuff. But he is going to return to the, the podcast and uh, Rogan and the boys uh, stand behind him. I know Sam yeah. Sam Tripoli, Brendan Schaub, they've all said they stand behind him. Like, I had to laugh. Sam Tripley was like, basically his, his argument about uh, why he's standing up for Brian Callen. Like, he said, oh, don't get me wrong, Brian Callen's a poon hound. He's a, you know, he's a womanizer for sure. You know, but he ain't no rapist. You know, I, you know, I've been around sleazy people. I know what rapists are. You know. <laughs> so I, if ever there's a ringing endorsement, you know, getting yeah. one from tra- crazy guy like Sam Tripoli. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this uh, this Rogan podcast on Spotify pans out because uh, he, he's rumored to be having as his first guests. It's a uh, you know, the, the betting lines are guessing it's either going to be Alex Jones or Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because either one of those will go
1: for three hours plus. Easy, yeah, easy. and that's what Spotify wants. Yeah, they want the content. Eh? And then, uh, you know, Rogan recent. and what's funny now is Rogan's starting to take, you know, more controversial opinions on things, and one of them's uh, this COVID-19 uh scamdemic as I like to call it not pandemic so he tweeted out yeah so Rogan the tweeted out the wasteland behind me there yeah yeah <laughs> me hiding in outer space yeah so Rogan tweeted out the, a Canadian uh, medical study citing that uh, believe it or not weed may act as a uh, preventative of the COVID leave it. To yeah weed.
0: I heard about that study actually
1: Yeah, yeah, so here's Rogan retweeting it, and, uh, you know, know, it's one thing, imagine, folks, 99% survival rate as it is, and then why take the vaccine if you could just smoke weed, eh? There you go. (laughs) All you potheads got nothing to worry about, at least according to this Canadian medical, you know, this Canadian medical study, so I'm no doctor, I'm just saying what, what these people are saying. And Joe Rogan uh, retweeted it. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting. And uh, on to another top. Well, Gummy I guess bunny. we should just. Oh, yeah, there you got Gummy the gummies. Bunny. The stars of death. <laughs> <laughs> the Joey Coco Diaz stars of death. Yeah. How many milligrams of uh, THC or whatever?
0: Nowhere near the stars of death. (laughs) This is uh, 300 milligrams total for the package, and there's four gummies in the package. So each gummy is like, what's that, 75 milligrams? And I cut them in quarters, so that's, you know, (laughs) it's like 12 or 13 milligrams.
1: Yeah, Joey and Lee, Joey Diaz and Lee Sayet—they'll do like a upward—they'll do a handful of them and do upwards of a thousand plus milligrams of THC and get all wasted. It. Eh? Yeah. Not Freaking, me. Twelve
0: or thirteen milligrams—that's—that's that's enough for me. <laughs> I'm a yeah. pussy when
1: it comes to weed. <laughs> so uh, i don't know. I—I—I I, I didn't tell you this, I guess, but uh, I just remembered. Uh, the other day, I seen uh, it was both on Yahoo News and USA Today, and I was I was perusing my Instagram, and I found these uh, these two stories that were on both their Instagram accounts. They were mirroring the same, uh, you know, the same the same article about the this explosion of COVID amongst children in the United States just in the last two weeks. Yeah. And, and they both parroted the same number. 100,000 new cases in children, blah, blah, blah. So I went and researched the data of these 100,000 new cases. So guess how many of these 100,000 cases perished? None. Uh, That would would be the most optimistic, Uh, but it was in single digits. Okay. Seven Seven out of 100,000. (laughs) <laughs> now, we've said this: this virus is ninety nine percent. Now, ninety nine out of a hundred is ninety nine percent. So What do you think? Seven out of 100,000? less than
0: one percent. That's for sure.
1: You know, you got a calculator handy. Like that's that's like point what zero 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 whatever. You know, and and how? What are the odds these kids had uh, had uh, pre existing conditions? You know, diabetes, asthma, whatever. One hundred thousand. Um, yeah, divide divide seven into a hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, right. That's what I'm doing here. Seven divided by one hundred thousand equals point zero 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 seven. I rest, I rest my case. I should have been able to do that easily enough in my head by just reversing the zeros and throwing in a decimal point, but my brain wasn't working that well.
1: So imagine my dismay as I look at both Yahoo and USA Today ringing these alarm bells like oh my god, there's going to be million, you know, millions of children dying! And So I went and saw the numbers on both CDC and WHO sites and I decided to mention it in the comment section of both Yahoo News and USA Today on their Instagram accounts, and, <laughs> and you got go, blocked. Yeah, w- w- go figure. <laughs> go figure my comment was taken down. Yep. Now can't have oh, any dissenting views. No fake news. No yep. fake news. Never mind. I got the. the it's not like I'm an expert. I got it from I had to, I went and I went to the source itself. The people that are doing this fear mongering.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like they have the stats, but then they tell people a different story, mm-hmm. and then the media spins it like, oh, and and let's and let's and you know and let's have, grab a brain here, folks. Of course, there's going to be more cases cropping up because they're testing more.
0: Yeah. Exactly. They're test-
1: they're they're trying to get everybody tested. I, we're we're not we're not doing what
0: Trump is doing and saying that if we stop testing there would be no new cases because that's just stupid logic. But what we're saying here is the numbers are showing up and showing up in the news because they're testing more. And let's not forget that we had so many of these tests were showing false positives.
1: Yeah. And and uh yeah you know, and then there's some people uh like I know for sure the, there's many uh leaders in African nations that are very suspicious of the the Gates and Fauci agenda with the vaccines and using yeah. their people as guinea pigs there was one uh African leader I forget which nation but uh, there was a story that went out he had put uh I think he had put samples from like a like a pineapple samples from like just just the oddest things he sent in samples to be tested for COVID. Oh yeah, right. None and, of it was,
0: and they were all coming up positive.
1: Yeah, so he was he was showing like you know they don't either they don't know what they're doing or they're scamming us. Yeah. So so there you go, and uh, you know now there's a lot of talk on uh, Twitter and. Uh, you know, the alternative Twitter, Gab, yeah, Gab.com and Parler, uh, that uh, Australia, uh, Canada, New Zealand, are the, the governments are contemplating uh, having like a man, setting up a mandatory testing of all citizens. Yeah. And,
0: well, you, and you if, think it's getting communist here. Look at Australia. It is crazy the kind of restrictions they've got in place on people right now.
1: Just insane.
0: I mean, we're, we're actually quite free compared to Australia.
1: There's videos online of people, like, they're literally being quarantined in their homes, and they're perfectly healthy. They've been cooped up for weeks. They're allowed to have their groceries delivered and shit like that. Yeah. But... You know, without special permits, uh, they're not even allowed out of their homes. Mm-hmm. And there's videos online of, like, mother-daughter uh, going for a walk down the street because they've been cooped up for weeks, and they're wearing masks. But the cops, uh, these idiot Australian police, stop them, and you see an argument take place. The next thing you know, the cop has a, a big, big, burly cop, and he's got this female by the throat up against the wall. The daughter's got her phone out filming it and then the female cops trying to take the phone from the daughter and it's a big gong show <laughs> that went that went viral on Twitter and uh, then after they removed it from Twitter you could only find it on Gab and uh, but this this is what's going on and when i yeah. people you know these boomers and karens give me a hard time when i say fake news government tyranny it's out there like just fucking look open your eyes because that's coming next, you know, yep. where, you know, good luck when Canada starts and, you know, they knock on your door and tell you, you, you come with us, we're going to test you. And then you don't know the validity of these tests, the efficiency mm-hmm. of them. They tell you you're positive and then you get taken to a, a quarantine spot, like yep. a quarantine camp. That's the next thing. Yep. Call me a conspiracy nut, but it's already Australia and New Zealand are working on that, and it's going to be here in Canada. And you folks in the United States, you know, you're lucky you got that savage orange man down there because as much of an anti-hero as he is, he might be the last of the Mohicans for democracy. Uh, This is the worldwide communism kicking in. So needless to say, I was not impressed... When I when I had my comments, which were merely facts I was repeating, yeah, statistics, statistics. Right off the WHO website, and it got taken down. So that's how much they want to want to control the narrative. Yeah, and and speaking of fake news, so uh, a lot of people are like myself are anti-mask. So I guess in Berlin, they had an anti-mask rally that drew in excess of half a million people just there's right. a, a there's a person who put it on uh, social media that you could see waves and waves thousands thousands is easily a half million people by the looks of it not only did most mainstream media outlets not cover this anti-mask rally but the ones that did lied and said there was about twenty thousand instead of half a million <laughs> and said that most of these people were nazis and that it was a far-right Nazi whatever. Oh, of had course. Nothing do, had nothing to do with mass. And to give you an example, so here, here's the that's list. That's all you
0: have to do is say that something, a, de- a demonstration or even a person is Nazi, and that's it. You're done. Conversation's yeah. over. There's and no which, opportunity
1: for defense. And this person that I was following on social media, I don't want to want to help them in case you know, word gets out and they get their account taken down. But, you know, the screenshots were there and, the, and the, the coverage, they were all parroting the same bullshit news. And it was the BBC, Global News Canada, the Daily Mail, Sky News, and, oh, look at this, the Jerusalem Times, all saying the same thing. Far-right rally in Berlin only draws 20,000. And then this guy has, he literally had a drone video showing how this rally went for miles. And it looked easily like he he estimated half a million. I would certainly say in excess of, you know, a couple hundred thousand and possibly half half a million. And it was all about anti-mask, nothing to do with fucking, (laughs) fucking Nazism. So this is what we're dealing with. Like they want to control. That's surprising that the Daily
0: Mail was one of them because that's uh, Ben Shapiro, isn't it?
1: No, you're thinking Daily
0: Wire. Oh, Daily Wire. Okay, my mistake. Sorry, Ben.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is Daily Mail, although the Daily da- Mail. I
0: oh, yeah, Daily uk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: So, so, funny enough, yeah, like BBC, British, Daily Mail, British, Sky News, British, Jerusalem Times, Israel. Oh, and good old Communist Canada, Global News Canada, yeah. all cl- all colluding like okay we'll report the story but we'll put our own spin on it and see yeah. how that goes. so so now
0: that i've made that mistake i'd be interested to see what the daily wire does have to say about it,
1: <laughs> that's just it. It's, it's they stifled this story so much i don't think you're going to hear too much about it that's the problem like it's, it's ridiculous and uh you know and, and like this this you know, this pandemic, it's ruining all sorts of aspects of life. But for me, as a sports geek, one of the things that's driving me nuts is seeing, uh, we talked about it on a previous show, you know, the, the way they're doing sports now with the fake crowd noise, yes. you know, cardboard cutouts. You saw the, that
0: picture I sent you? Where yeah. Where they got Bernie from Weekend at
1: Bernie's sitting in the yeah. audience. sitting behind plate, yeah, yeah. Well, I I thought, well, maybe by the fall, I'll at least get to see some college football. Maybe they'll loosen up then. Then I find out that a lot of these uh, major conferences, you know, the Big Ten Conference, uh, the Ivy League Conference, uh, the Pac-12, a lot of these conferences are... All these schools were voting and voting to shut down. Hmm. And what's funny is I'm seeing the schools and the politicians voting to shut it down. But then seeing a lot of these uh, athletic directors, you know, freaking out. And one in particular was uh, the athletic director for university of Wisconsin, their teams, the Wisconsin Badgers. And he said, college football, it has to happen because it's, it pays for this university. We make $70 million yeah. for this, for this university and if we don't have that income coming in, so you're going to shut down this sport and probably shut down a lot of these colleges yeah. over a 90, over a 99 percent survivor rate virus. Yeah. And, and uh, again, it just shows you that like this, co- you know, these nerdy communist leftists, none of them ever played fucking sports, and if they did, they were shitty at it. They don't give a shit if sports gets shut down. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, like you, they, you see Fauci try and throw the first pitch at that one ball game. No. Oh yeah, they brought Dr. Fauci out to throw the first pitch at a ball game. Has the mask on, the virtue signal. Of and then when he went and he's about five foot bugger all. He goes to throw the pitch and like the geek that he is, he, he throws like a girl, actually <laughs> a girl would throw better than him. And he tried to shot put it and it went to the left. <laughs> it didn't even make home plate. And then he goes Jeez. up in the... And you know, you'd think
0: that's something. You'd put him in the bullpen for a little while and let him practice a little bit of pitching, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Or even G- toss... Give him it. even 20 minutes of practice. Or even just toss it underhand. He would have been more accurate. Yeah. But there's, but yes... Yeah, so, w did better than that. <laughs> but it's these kinds of pieces of shit that are ruining the fun. Actually,
0: for w had a good wind-up with his pitch. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, you could see he knew what he was doing, you know? He wasn't no major league pitcher, but he knew how to try.
1: Yeah. But you know, it, it, it's just comical. Like, fucking, uh, these are the people that are controlling us and controlling the narrative. These fucking nerds yeah. that hate anything fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they want to control what goes over the internet. They want to control. You know what else
0: what- I saw, too, speaking of such things. And this is obviously years ago, it was when W was president. He actually threw the first pitch at uh, a cricket game as well, and his—you know how they pitch in cricket—it's like down, right? Yeah. And he had a really good pitch. They were actually uh, complimenting
1: him on his pitch. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. those fuckers. That—it's funny. Like people make fun of cricket because they think, "Oh, hoity-toity, the white pants." Yeah. And the, but you watch the game, and these guys—they take like a fifty-foot run, and then they whip it. And yeah. you gotta hit it off, hit it off the bounce sometimes. And this little ball's coming at you hundred miles per hour. Yeah. You know, and these guys aren't using gloves to catch it; they're catching no. it with their bare hands. I you like know, cricket, a, actually. Yeah, it's kind of different, eh? Yeah. But we're not going to have any fucking sports if these idiots have their way. They yeah. They want us, they want us to all be cooped up in our homes, and only venture out when they say it's okay to go shopping at the stores that wait, they
0: Wait, where, where did I read this before oh yeah George Orwell's 1984 that's right uh, you know what I'm the first person to think of that too nobody has thought of that through this whole thing
1: no no one's yeah. no one's thought geez this this is fishy this yeah. this reeks, reeks nobody of, has
0: said this is Orwellian
1: no and <laughs> and uh, you know the clown world just gets more clownish uh, you know, we had that recent explosion in Beirut,
0: yeah.
1: With, you know, which people are debating was that a bomb, a missile, fireworks factory explosion, yada yada, ammonium nitrate. Ex- you know, we've had uh, rumors of was it Israel trying to get the United States fired up and blame it on Iran, yeah? Get get them into a war. Was it Hezbollah? You know, was it Iran? Was it? There's any number of conspiracy theories or was it just a just a blunder by the Lebanese but uh, you know in the wake of this this explosion i guess there's been all sorts of protests and and riots cuz now these Lebanese people are fucked yeah. that port that port was the that the port was like 90% of their income right there Their economy revolved around it goods yeah. coming goods coming in and out and now it's destroyed. So the people have been uh, protesting and rioting. And in the wake of this disaster, the Lebanese prime minister and his his government, all his ministers, uh, announced their resignation. Huh. So, so if it was a conspiracy, you know, like Iranian, Israeli, whatever, mission accomplished, because Lebanon is completely fucked. Yeah. They are in utter chaos. Yeah and uh it's gonna take you know, them a long time to recover from that it's gonna it's gonna be a shit show. and uh you know closer to home you know the chicago uh the chicago riots and the chicago looting and craziness it just continues to be out of control and mayor beetlejuice as i like to call her <laughs> lori lightfoot have you have you looked her up no you know, this i haven't i keep forgetting to Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago. When you see her, it's Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Just ugly as sin, misshapen head, bugging out eyes, just ugly as fucking sin. Looks like, looks every bit the communist that you think she is. He's looking her up now. Yep. Tell me what you think when you see this. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Howard Stern Show. Those uh, buggy eyes. That yeah. fucking misshapen head. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Sister or something. Yeah, no kidding. So, in lieu of all these riots and the lack of police a- action because they're told to stand down, I guess uh, the latest rounds of looting and rioting last weekend caused, like, in excess of $100 million worth of damage in one weekend. So now a lot of these stores like the big box stores, the Costcos, Walmarts, they're they're telling uh, Mayor Lightfoot, you know, fuck you cunt, we're losing money hand over fist. We're pulling our company out of your town.
0: Yeah.
1: And then her her idea of protecting the downtown core from these these savages, these rioters, these Antifa and BLM I guess there's a series of drawbridges that divides the city. And it was like a scene out of, like, <laughs> like, so you know, like Knights of the Round Table or something. They were raising all these series of drawbridges connecting the the one side of the town to the other and thinking that that would stop, you know, these rioters from coming over to, to cause shit. And it, it didn't work. So now apparently... Uh, Even though the mayor's still denying offers of help from Trump and the National Guard, apparently other city councillors have said, oh, please, please send us the National Guard because (laughs) this is is out of control. uh, It's a fucking shit show. And and I I honestly think that uh, all they're doing is gift wrapping a landslide victory for the Orange Band with what they're doing in these... Sanctuary cities and blue states, yeah. like, there you know if you if you're living in Chicago, Seattle, Portland, LA, and and your neighborhood's turning into a complete shithole, you got Antifas coming on your street saying they're going to burn your house down. Yeah. Or or you go to the Costco and you can't even shop there because they're burning it down. Yeah. Or, or you can't drive down the main city city streets because. They might surround your vehicle and beat the shit out of you, or yep. tell you to tell you to get out of the vehicle, and then they fucking wreck your shit. It's clown world, buddy, and I don't see where there's a path to victory for these people unless you know unless Trump fucks up and does something real crazy, like you know another one of these grab them by the pussy kind of incidents. Yeah,
0: well, even that didn't affect him in the 2016 primaries.
1: No, no, oh. so it's, you know, and then the worst.
0: As a matter worst, of fact, if anything, that actually put his ratings up among his base. And
1: then they <laughs> fucked up by nominating Joe Biden. Yeah. So then everyone's waiting with bated breath. Like, who's going to be the VP? And then, and he, yeah, Biden nominates Kamala Harris. Ugh. And she's, one, she's almost as unlikable as Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And the story on her is she's not... Is Trump's actually going to gain some of the black votes away? Like, you know, they'll st- Like, normally blacks vote ninety percent Democrat. Yeah. But T- Kamala Harris is so unlikable because she's a former prosecutor yeah. who put a lot of black people in jail, and you know, had a high conviction rate on uh, on petty marijuana and other. Like, she's yep. no friend friend of the black people if you go by her record. No. So and it, and then the latest story was, she's not African American descent. She's Jamaican and part Indian. Hmm. So now there's a lot of the Black Lives Matter people that are saying, "Hey, wait a minute, she ain't even true African." So there's no <laughs> there's no pleasing the left. You know? <laughs> this is the best the Democrats could do. This this half black woman. Yeah. And and uh, yeah. So now. You know, the, now you can see that Trump's going to pick apart and say, "Look, they don't even like her." Yeah, and and she worked. She worked for the man. She was locking your people up. Yeah.
0: And uh, you know,
1: and then <laughs> and then the hypocrisy. There's all these videos came out. Like people have such short memories. During the debates, she attacked Joe Biden, suggesting that he was a pervert, and a rapist, yeah, and a cre- yeah. Yeah, and, and, and he, he goes and names her as his VP, as his running mate, basically showing that either he's got dementia or they're as crooked as they really are. Yeah. So you know, and just imagine, like, crooked then, as they come. Know, and then you think of all the sexist people who don't want a woman president. Yeah. If, she, if Biden wins, he's he might not survive his president. right. And then for all these people, and if that he don't, doesn't,
0: guess who's in there?
1: Yeah. This 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 unlikable black woman who, you know, some some people are not going (laughs) to be too happy about as being the leader, and uh, so I I I think they basically unwittingly paved a path for the orange man to win. That being said, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe that's the like a Trojan horse thing, and what they really want is to have like a contested election. So they they could do like this civil war thing and you know yeah. Alex Jones had the scenario that all these blue states and blue cities they would secede from the nation and it'd be like oh, okay Biden and Harris they're the president of the blue states Trump you're the president of the red states and there'd be this long <laughs> show yeah and, you know, like American politics is fucking hilarious I mm-hmm. mean it just it's a fucking shit joke. But anyway, enough of this politics, enough of the COVID. We're getting to that point in the show. How about we just get into something fun here? Yeah, How right. about, about we play a little game of uh, Would You Rather? Sure. Yep, for Would You I Rather. I guess it's
0: about that time.
1: All right. <laughs> okay, for first time uh, viewers, listeners, I say the spiel around this time every episode. Destry and I play a little game called Would You Rather. I come up with a series of questions to ask him. You know, you know, would you rather questions, option A, option B. There's no, there's not necessarily a right answer. We're just doing this for shits and giggles. And neither
0: one is pleasant. It's kind of a, uh, it, it's the lesser of two evils type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So uh, with that being said, uh, Destry, are you ready for Would You Rather? All righty. History. Would you rather, this is question number one, would you rather A, live your life in Russia or B, live your life in China? Russia. It's like from this, from this day forward? <laughs> Russia. <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly agree and people people might find that uh, interesting choice. Uh, it, it,
0: because it's just those two options, it's plainly simple. Russia is no longer communist. There are still a lot of things about them that are more restrictive than uh, most democratic nations, <coughs> but they aren't communist anymore. And China is full on communist.
1: Yeah, it's more of a oligarchy in Russia. You have a yeah. series series of billionaires who kind of run things, and Putin's the big chief, and that's a you know. But it, and also culturally. I think I think we we would find it much easier to navigate the Russians you know metropolitan or city yeah. life you know like it would be a lot easier being in Moscow than being in Beijing. Yeah. And
0: also Chinese is a very hard language to learn.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Russian
0: Russian is easier to pick up for an English speaker because Russian has the same roots as English does. It's got its Latin and its and its uh, ancient Greek roots and stuff like that.
1: And personally, Russian women. <coughs> between Russian women and Chinese women. <laughs> there's some Russian smoke shows. Look at how many of those runway models are like Russian, uh, yeah, like
0: Yeah, but our luck we'd only be running into the Helga's. Yeah, the the old <laughs> Helga's.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, the
0: We'd get the ones that have twice as wide shoulders as us.
1: <laughs> yeah, the husky husky ones all dolled up in a big babushka. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, meet your forearms and ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'd, still, yeah, I'd still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd still take the, you know, even uh, I'd, so, I'd sooner be in fucking Siberia than in Beijing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even pollution-wise, you look at the pollution in China.
0: Yeah. You know, then, I'd sooner be in Moscow than in Siberia, but still what? I'd sooner be in either of those than in China. So, Unless, I I, was, Well, Hong Kong is probably not too bad, but Hong Kong's future is very uncertain because the mainland is still trying to get a proper communist foothold there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I just think it would be uh, that much simpler to navigate through life living in Russia than it would be in China. I think, and and you know, the the regime in China, I think, would be a lot more severe and uh, restrictive than. Oh yeah. I mean, they got the social credit score thing in China. Yeah. It's probably even more of a surveillance state than Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, and <clears throat> frankly, you know, the Russian cuisine, I'd probably be able to handle better than the Chinese cuisine because yeah. these fucking these fuckers in Wuhan are eating bats and shit yeah. eating rats and, cats and dogs and least and, in and Russia, they still got like, real food yeah you know i could handle a bowl of borscht over a bat soup you know i could i could handle uh, you know a basic meat and potato dinner over exactly. whatever whatever exotic animal fare is coming out of the wet markets of china yeah so we're in agreement number 1 question number 1 we both would prefer living in russia over living in china question number two Destry, would you rather a never run out of battery power for your electronics like your phone tablet etc or b always have free wi-fi anywhere so would you Would you rather never run out of battery power for your electronics or, B, always have free Wi-Fi
0: anywhere? I can see that you've been watching some Elon Musk videos lately. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know he's working on both. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I'd rather have free Wi-Fi simply because... I don't use my electronics so much that I have to worry too much about keeping them charged. Yeah. yeah. Like generally my phone, you know, I've got my phone on all day, but I'm not glued to it all day. And it's usually at like 60% when I plug it in for the night. Yeah, that's and like home, and, yeah. and even my watch. This is the very first edition of the Apple Watch before they started calling it Series Anything. So this isn't even Series One. This is before Series One, and this thing still holds a charge for two friggin' days. Wow!
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I'm gonna once again agree with you. Lately, we've just been totally in sync. Yeah, like uh, you know, ha- you know, having having free Wi-Fi anywhere you go is like, like well, you,
0: you you could probably cut your cell phone bill in half.
1: Because yeah. you wouldn't need a
0: data package.
1: And just imagine like free Wi Fi anywhere. So imagine you're out in the bush yeah. and you get Wi Fi.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, still got Wi Fi. Yeah. You know, whereas <laughs> they, they say like never running on most days if I'm out and about. And the with nice my,
0: thing about that is if you're out in the bush, you got no uh, cellular service, but you got Wi Fi. You can still make an emergency call over uh, Facebook Messenger or whatever other messengers you have installed on your phone. Get a hold of somebody that can send help.
1: Hey, there you go. And like you were saying, like even myself, I know I can relate. Like with being out and about, you know, even for hours at a time with my phone
0: and not and touching if, it.
1: Yeah, and not using it enough that it loses. Uh, but I that's about- our
0: generation too. Yeah, like where lowest... we're in the generation where we'll buy the electronics, unlike the generation before us. You know, most of them aren't even carrying smartphones. You and I will buy them. We want to have them. We want to have these nice, cool smartphones and other uh, tablet devices and shit like that. But we're not of the generation beyond us where they're constantly glued to it. Where yeah. we grew up without them, so we're not addicted to them now.
1: Yeah, because I know there's been many times where I've been out, out for the day with my phone and get home to plug it in, and it's still a, like 65 70% charge. Yeah. You know, I never used it enough. It's to It's basically
0: even... just been on standby all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we're in agreement once again. So that's two for two. <laughs> okay, Descri, question number three. Would you rather, A, never, Ever have to clean your bathroom or B, never ever have to do dishes? I think I'm
0: gonna go with A because the bathroom is usually a pretty disgusting job, no matter how clean a person you are. There's just something. Even if it was sparkling clean, there's just something about the grime, grimy feel of that dust that accumulates at the base of the toilet bowl and shit like that, you know, at the foot of the toilet on the floor, around the floor, just because of the the coldness of the porcelain and sometimes sweating, you know, and that, that even if it's just dust and you know nobody is pissed there or anything, it's still grimy and disgusting and Yeah. And, and cleaning the bathroom involves a lot of bending over. Bending over, scrubbing out the bathtub, shit like that, because you've got to do that from time to time. Yeah, get down you on know. your knees and Yeah, scrub. exactly. Whereas gotcha. dishes, you didn't even specify whether or not I have a dishwasher, so. Oh. <laughs> but okay, even well, without a dishwasher, dishes are an easy job. And it yeah, can take you like a half an hour tops, and that—that's if a single guy were to let them pile up for the week.
1: Yeah, and myself, I, I'm one of these do as I go kind of people. So yeah, you know, never more than one or two dishes Same in my. I think you get like I-
0: that when you live alone because you don't want to be cleaning up all the time, and especially guys. Guys are different like that too, eh? Guys will rinse off our plate when we use it, and let it dry in the dish rack and then go back and use it again. Women want to have it go through the dishwasher first. They won't touch it again.
1: Yeah, like a slob like me, I'll just run the hot water and give it a quick wipe with the hot water. And as long as it's not overly greasy, I'm like, eh, that's good enough. Put it in the rack to dry and use it again. As long as
0: you've got nothing on it that's going to start growing mold or anything like that, you know you're the next person that's going to be eating off it anyway, so who gives a shit.
1: Yeah, hot, hot water and a it's good. Not like scrub you're serving brush. it to other people. Yeah, for me it's like hot water and a good scrub brush. Yeah, okay, good enough. A Let it dry.
0: Soap if it's greasy, but other than that, just give it a good wipe. So
1: we're three for three here, buddy. Because yeah. I agree, I'm going to be on my hands and knees dealing with fucking you know grime around the around the tub or fucking scrubbing a toilet bowl that's all filthy. Fuck yeah. that shit. Yeah, so three for three. Okay, number four. One more question. Number four This is the final question of our game here.
0: And I actually yes. usually am the one who cleans the bathroom here.
1: Oh, <laughs> that'll make you hate it there. Yeah, yeah. So number yes. four. Would you rather, number four, would you rather, A, travel the world for a year for free, or B, be given $50,000 to spend on whatever you want. So have an all expenses, year-long trip around the world, wherever you want to go, or B, just be given 50 grand in cash to do what you want with it.
0: I kind of feel like I'd have to go with B because it would be nice to use that to pay off my debt, which isn't very high, and that would do it. But also... You got this round-the-world trip for free, but what happens after that? What happens if your boss doesn't want to take you back because you quit on the spot to take a year off? Mm. You know? I want to be able to come back to my job. Uh, You know, I, I want to have a job to come back to. And if I'm gone for a year, I mean, my boss would let me as long as I gave him some notice and everything, but still... Who's paying my bills while I'm traveling around the world too?
1: Okay, well let me let me play <laughs> So let me let me let me kind of twist the rules here. So let's say you get to travel the world for a year free, consequence free, like no repercussions. Okay. Your job your job will still be there. But at the same time, you know, with as far as having the, the fifty grand as another option to spend on whatever you want. That 50 grand it's tax free. Blow it on whatever you want to. Now now what do you say?
0: Now it's a little tougher. Because I would like to take that 50 grand and pay off my debt. But mm. if the year is going to be consequence free, I don't have to worry about that affecting my credit rating and I can just go back to paying what I'm paying once the year is over yeah this
1: trip is for this trip is for
0: free all expenses I think food. the only thing I would have to wonder is with this trip around the world is would you have somebody in each place to guide you and protect you and make sure you don't go into the wrong red light district and get yourself killed or you know help you order food at restaurants and stuff like that because if you don't have that then Fuck the hassle. I'm just going to stay home and take the
1: 50 grand. I'm a fucking hermit anyway. <laughs> well, I think we're going to be four for four because uh, <laughs> I I would prefer the cash in hand, the 50K. There's only a few places in the world I'd give a fuck about traveling to, to be perfectly honest. And even then, in this current climate, given the... Yeah,
0: and that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, in, in this climate... Right now I wouldn't want to be traveling around the world even if we could.
1: You know, this this fucking pandemic, scandemic, climate, the fucking uh, the, the craziness of people in different countries. You got all these uprisings, there's potential for you know, oh you're you're a tourist, you're a foreigner? Oh no. Mm. Rape rape, murder, rob, yeah, whatever, you know, fucking slave. Uh, yeah, that's no bueno. And then you know, depending on, you know, if you're going to all these exotic countries, you know, uh, you know they say, you know, don't drink the water in certain countries mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the foods. There's a
0: to worry about. There's tsetse flies. There's who knows what else.
1: You know, because like I say, there's only probably a handful of places I'd give a rat's ass to see. You know, there's a couple spots in Europe I wouldn't mind. Like, I see, uh, I follow quite a bit uh on Instagram, different scenic uh, Instagram pages about uh, Switzerland, you know the Swiss Alps, and uh, and then then Scotland, the homeland there. You, yeah. know, Scot- you know Scotland looks nice. Uh, I don't know. There's just not not a lot of places though. I'd really give a rat's ass about.
0: Yeah, me neither. Like I'd like to go to Ireland. I'd like to would would like to see that. You know, check out the uh, the brewery the guinness yeah, brewery guinness Bre- <laughs> but, yeah, still- uh, check out the places where uh, my great-grandparents grew up and shit like that in ireland you know and maybe uh great britain i wouldn't mind that london see buckingham palace up close and shit like that you know westminster abbey i, I like all the uh, victorian architecture you know and gothic architecture medieval and victorian and so yeah like couple places like that maybe even something like paris but for the most part i'm good just staying home as long as my bills are paid
1: (laughs) yeah i think think, you know and i think if if i was gonna do any big wide tour it would just be you know getting getting more in touch with my own canadian culture and and just going province to province and seeing the sites that's something nice to do but other than that you know uh, you know, the, the the way the world's going right now, it's turning into such a shithole everywhere. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, may as well just stay close to home and then, you know, 50 grand is 50 grand.
0: And, and we're both hermits. I mean, we yeah. got no problem sitting at home watching movies and playing video games.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watching porn, playing video games, watching movies.
0: Uh, yeah. 50 a little bit grand. of
1: extracurricular activities with the porn. <laughs> <laughs> As I, I know of at least one ex that would like to get her hands on on at least half of that 50 grand yeah so, uh,
0: especially considering her current situation yeah <laughs> <laughs> her current well, karma well,
1: yeah darn karma <laughs> around comes around doesn't it
0: yeah I remember how how uh, uh, how tickled you were when you found out about that
1: yeah, perhaps we'll edit this, this part out in post edit. Well, that's why
0: I'm not saying anything specific.
1: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I have a feeling, you know, karma goes both ways. I have a feeling that one's going to come back and bite me on the ass. I'll just enjoy the moral victory you know, in silence there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but on that note, that is our would-you-rather game, and we had four questions, and and we're four for four. We we're four for four. Once again, we're just we're just rolling
0: through this motherfucker. Yeah. It's real. Like uh, Dude, that game, game has a ninety nine percent
1: survival rate. Yeah. Ninety nine point
0: nine
1: nine nine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this 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 clown world it just continues. Uh, it just we keep going on and on about I don't know how we're going to wake these sheep up about what's what's going on around us. Like uh, yeah, it's a virus, but. We never came up with a vaccine for the common cold. And exactly. That, you know, and the kill rate for this thing is no worse than a normal flu. Yeah. It just happens to be highly infectious. And because we're testing everybody. And even more- the
0: leftover effects that some people talk about, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, 80% of survivors now have heart disease from it. There's a lot of leftover effects like that that come from the regular cold and the regular flu that people, most people aren't aware that can even come from that. You get a cold and it turns into pneumonia. You know, that pneumonia can do some damage to your heart. For some people it doesn't, but it can damage your heart. It can damage your lungs. You know, you can come out of uh, just a regular cold with just as bad leftover effects as what they're saying about this COVID
1: and what a what a shock that this you know just like the regular flu you know this thing when it went through the old folks homes the senior care facilities yeah of course it, it freaking wiped out a ton of yeah ge- geezers that's what happens when a regular cold or flu gets into these senior care homes and that's
0: why if you live in one of those care homes or even work in it you have to get a flu shot every year
1: yeah And so I I think, honestly, that the new scam is going to be, you know, there's this race for a vaccine. But just like the so-called flu shot that everyone, every year they push for people to get a flu shot, and yet people still get the flu. A lot of of people get the flu shot and get sick afterwards. So I think that's just one of these big pharma scams. You know what
0: else happens, too, with uh, these uh, vaccines and flu shots and shit like that is, and and it's not very widely documented, but it is known, that there is the possibility of secondhand infection. Because you notice they tell you that when you get your flu shot, you're supposed to quarantine yourself. They don't really enforce it, but it's mentioned there. It's it's in the writing and the documentation that you're supposed to quarantine yourself for a few days. You know, Mm -hmm. and nobody enforces that anymore. And nobody even mentions it to you when you go in and get your flu shot. But because you've just gotten the flu shot, let's say this year, flu number 89 is the common strain that's going around. Your shot was for flu number 35. Yeah. Okay. So it's doing you no good. But then you come over and visit me. And guess what happens? I catch flu number 35 from your vaccine. Oh interesting it doesn't happen very often or to too many people but it is documented that that actually does happen
1: and i think some you know,
0: people can get sick from
1: being around you because you're giving off that bug you know and you know i complain about the government tyranny but this big pharma tyranny may be the bigger uh, problem because a lot of a lot of the media and government are bought off by corporate interests and among the corporate interests is big pharma yeah and you know this could be the next scam is get your annual covid shots oh yeah that's that's
0: exactly what i see it becoming
1: yeah and you know it's and these and there's something to be said with these anti-vaxxers like i'm not 100 percent anti-vax i just think they should do the better job with their due diligence and testing yeah and what I what I see I, is I
0: agree that there does appear to be a correlation at the very least, regardless of how uh, crappy uh, what's her name's research was when she wrote her book, <laughs> you know Jenny McCarthy. There, uh, yeah. apparently, the research that she was relying on was you know improperly done, probably, and so they say that can skew the results, which makes this an invalid test. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not going on yeah and, you know, think, and kids these days they're getting a lot more vaccines when they're like four or five or six years old than we did back then
1: and i think i think the greed of big pharma is the problem if, if they they would do a better if they could be a more dependable reliable source when it comes to their testing and doing their due diligence to make sure that these vaccines they're so driven by profit they're rushing these drugs yeah. out to and you're seeing rising rates in... Uh,
0: they show us the formula and they say this formula is safe, it's been tested. Okay, but how do we know that what you're actually sticking into my arm now is that exact formula? Because they and, don't have very and, good controls over it.
1: And then with genetic genetics being a, a funny thing, you know, maybe for 80 90% of the population, a certain vaccine's fine, but you're seeing over the years rising rates in autism. Yeah. More people than ever getting cancer. Mm-hmm. And it makes one wonder, maybe Could that be one of the sources? We don't know. We're not doctors, just saying. Yeah. Maybe do a better job in the you know in the testing phase of things. Not be in such a hurry to rush rush drugs out to market because you want to rake in those billions. Look into it. Look into it. <laughs> Yeah. So on that note, uh, you got any shout outs? No,
0: I think we're good for this week. Nothing that I yeah. can think of.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well I'll give a I'll give a shout out to uh to that uh that prostitute uh, that was in the park this week doing the <laughs> doing the tweaker dance there. Uh, she gave me a good hour of entertainment <coughs> as I watched from my uh from my bedroom window and watched uh
0: Oh, bedroom window. uh Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when I went out to talk to the officer, we, we had a we had a good chuckle watching the other officers have to try and uh, get her back into reality. Yeah. And, yeah. It was. It was. Who needs cable TV when you got a shit show like that going on?
0: Exactly.
1: So uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, whoever this prostitute was. Uh, yeah. Hopefully she gets clean. If not, I'm sure I'll be seeing her next week doing her her flocka dance or yeah, yeah. her little uh, Molly show at the park.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess on that note, we're gonna call it a day on this one, and we'll see y'all next week. I gotta Watch fly out. the
1: spaceship oh. back to uh, back to Earth there. So you wanna you wanna hook up the tractor beam? Yeah, and yeah, we'll hone in on my location
0: i'll climb up on the roof and shoot down some zombies so i can stay safe for a minute look there's one behind you yeah (laughs) (laughs) All all right ciao for now